Uh, like today, it's me, Alan Smith, where we publish stories of today's paper on Monday, July 3rd. So, front page of paper today is um, Ponzi Scheme Crook uh, took OAPs for £500,000. Uh, so, this is a callous Ponzi Scheme fraudster for fleeced pensioners who did their life savings and then fled to the USA to escape justice is finally behind bars. Alexander Martin Idris Hind uh, set up a fake investment scheme to entrap a string of unsuspecting Northeast victims. Uh, one couple alone lost almost £160,000 with the police officers investigating his illicit actions, bracken the news to the devastated husband and wife. The 44-year-old left Aberdeen before authorities could catch up with him and using his elbow and gain started a new life in a $400,000 South Carolina house complete with swimming pool. He was eventually apprehended by U.S. Marshals and teen back to Scotland in 2022. He has now appeared at Aberdeen Sheriff Court, for he pled guilty to forming a fraudulent scheme. He's been demanded in custody ahead of his sentencing, so, well, hopefully he'll get the book thrown at him and um, get a long time inside, because also that, you know, focus being uh, swindled will be uh, uh, devastated, as that folk uh, uh, were. Um, you know, because if that's your, your life savings and somebody's been off with and you've a couple chance of getting it back, so it's a complete disaster. So, um, yeah, well, at least he's been, uh, you know, uh, apprehended and he's, he's back here and he's ahead bars and uh, hopefully it'll be a lot of years before he uh, sees a later date. Now here's a cricket umpire avoids death by a few inches after lightning strikes. Um, so a respected and popular popular Northeast cricket umpire narrowly missed being killed by a lightning at a cricket ground in Aberdeen. Uh, during a pitch inspection for a National League game on Saturday, Kim Neal, uh, first for Nairn, was only a few inches away from, uh, for a lightning strike. The 59-year-old was on the square at Manifield prior to the game between Aberdeenshire and second for for serve uh, when she saw the flash of lightning coming towards her. It's just Napier went to see. She described the ordeal as the worst experience of her life. She said it was uh, just absolutely terrifying and like nothing I've ever seen in my native South Africa or since coming to Biden, Scotland. I saw this flash coming towards me, but narrowly missing me before hitting the club hoose. Uh, she's mother Adrian Neal, a Scotland cricket star, currently on duty with the national team in Zimbabwe on World Cup qualifying business. So, she says, I attempted to warn my fellow umpire, John Campbell, obviously too late, but it was really scary. Uh, I come off the pitch with my hair standing on end, I suppose, as a result of the stack in the air, but then it could have been sheer fright. So, well, there you go, with a lucky escape, and, um, you know, if that's, the lightning's going to hit you, isn't there? a lot you could do about it, but, um, you know, the luckiest ones that avoid last time, but uh, it's, it's just a thing that... Uh, it would not be good uh, seeing a, a flash of lightning coming towards you and just missing you by a wee bit, eh? That would be uh, fairly put the wind up, yeah. Now here is a festival, is a beacon of cultural knowledge. So Princess Anne has praised Portsoy Boat Festival for being a beacon of cultural knowledge as it celebrates its 30th anniversary. The Princess Royal officially opened the traditional boat festival in front of Hunnasa folk in a tune on Saturday. Lord Lieutenant of Bombshire, Andrew Simpson, 
welcomed her to the event and said it was a privilege to have her attend. She was accompanied by her uh, husband, Vice Admiral Sir Tim Lawrence. Princess Anne told the crowd gathered near the stage how important the festival is for keeping ancient skill sets alive. Uh, she said, Port Soy has been a real beacon for maintaining cultural knowledge. At the end of her speech, she thanked the volunteer organisers of the festival before she inspected the sea cadets, followed by a walk through the crowd. Uh, two sea cadets, a charity of which Princess Anne is the patron of, said they were both nervous and excited uh, in the lead-up to the inspection. Uh, Ailey and Kirsty, both 13, and for Peter Heed, said they were both awake at Huppers the night before to polish their sheen and make sure their uniforms was in perfect condition. It was Anne's second visit to the event, having previously attended in 2009. Um, so this was a uh, first... Um, launched in 1993, um, but the festival this weekend saw dozens of heritage boats drop anchor in the harbour to showcase the Northeast long-standing maritime heritage. Uh, this included a 122-year-old Heron Drifter Reaper, which has recently undergone a major renovation and is part of the National Historic Fleet of the UK. Um, so, <laughs> the Port Soy, which has an estimated population of 1,500 folk, so visitor numbers ranging from 16,000 to 20,000 across the weekend. Well, I can vouch for that. It was certainly uh, very, very busy. Um, and, yeah, I think a good time was had by all. And, you know, I didn't see Princess Anne myself, but her uh, in the food fair. But if we was, we snuck the jocks oat cakes. Um, her man came in and she got up a side and he came up the other side and he came up the other side. So he stopped at Puckle and he stopped at us and... Uh, you know, just the news about how long we've been doing it and, uh, you know, how we made them and how things were gone, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. And um, oh, he was a very, very fine man. And but she got up to the other side and she spoke to a couple of cell holders up here. So, yeah, and, you know, it's also a throng of folk when they, when they come on to go. Um, so, yeah, a busy day overall. And, you know, it was fine to, um, for them to come and open it. Although it wasn't a great day. It was a hell of a shores of rain um, on and off. But some of them was guy. Well, the guy, they were very heavy. However, Scottish summer time for you, so uh, good day had by all, and, uh, you know, she certainly drew a crowd, that's for sure. Now here's Scotland's best young gamekeeper, set sight on International Cup, so uh, a one-of-a-kind gamey for D-side has achieved a long-held boyhood dream of coming top of the class in his field. Finlay Shan's mission has been to heed the hills and follow his heart's desire of becoming a gamekeeper ever since he could walk. Determined to excel in the trade, he devoted most of his life to learning the trade for his father, eh, Alan, an award-winning gamekeeper at Fingen Estate in Aberdeenshire. Mm-hmm. Eh, Mr. Sean, for just 22, undertook a formal gamekeeping qualification at the University of Highlands and Islands at the Thurzo, and then continued his education on his state's in Aberdeenshire and Angus. And after years of hard work, eh, Mr. Sean Fasway-Bunkery has now been crowned Young Gamekeeper of the Year by the Scottish Gamekeepers Association. So, well, if you didn't care about such a thing, you can now. The award recognises professionals in the early stages of a career who are judged to stand apart eh, as ambassadors for gamekeeping, deerstalking or gillying. Speaking about his achievement, Mr. Sean said gamekeeping has always been a calling and a, a way of life for him. He said his dad actually encouraged him to learn a trade and he said he could come back to gamekeeping after that, but he says I wasn't hearing any of that. 
He says, gamekeeping was maybe something I wanted to do. As soon as I was off, his, as as I was off his school bus, it was always a case I'd gone straight back home to help Dad. Um, since then, I've learned so much from a lot of good folk. I enjoy the, I enjoy the great variety of the work, uh, meeting sporting clients from all over the world and all walks of life. Um, it's also good to get involved in the edu- education side, helping folk to learn more about what gamekeeping is and the benefits it creates in our landscape. Um, so he works at an estate in the uh, Invermark uh, in Angus, and he was selected for a strong shortlist of three candidates after also reaching the final round for last year's award. So, well, well done to him. There's a photo of him. He looks like a guy chill. He's a fine three-piece tweed suit on and um, um, uh, fermer's bonnet thing, and um, he's done a major certificate. So, um, but I mean, just to be 22 and to get that recognition is uh, something else. He's obviously put a lot of effort into it. So. Uh, well done to him, and um, you know that'll be a at this state will be in good hands for a, a long time to come, obviously. Now here's a school saving; it could pay for a fibre pitch. So uh, the construction savings made on a new primary school in Aberdeen may pave the way for a realisation of a new sports centre in Tullydrone. Tullydrone is said to become home to Aberdeen's third Croyf Court, an artificial sports and activity pitch dedicated to fibre legend Johan Cruyff. The Cruyff Court project is a collaboration between uh, the Johan Cruyff Foundation and the Dennis La Legacy Trust, and Aberdeen already boasts two such courts, including the Dennis La Cruyff Court and the Tullis facility named after Neil Cooper. Um, the proposed Willie Miller Cruyff Court in Tullydrone has faced setbacks due to rising inflation and construction costs. Uh, despite announcing former Aberdeen captain Willie Miller as its ambassador last August, progress on the project has been limited. The City Council has uh, sought a contractor to build the court but received a quite significant, a, a quote significantly exceeding their budgeted uh, amount. Uh, meanwhile, construction activity for a new Riverbank school in the vicinity was put on hold as the Council retendered the project. The Tullyron School's uh, costs had also increased by £10 million due to market troubles including the impact as global events such as the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, however, the council negotiated a new deal with Robertson Construction, reducing the cost of the new school by £6 million. Well, there you go then, and then I ask and then I get. The council's chief uh, capital projects officer, John Wilson, is now suggesting using the £6 million to meet the inflated expenses for the Cruyff Court. So, well, we'll get it off you one way after that. Um, you know, but if uh, Tully Dawn's getting something out of it and Willie Miller's going to be the ambassador for it, then that can only be a good thing. And, uh, you know, if the dev managed to get it here, hoping it's well used. Because that would be very annoying if they're going through all this to, you know, if it was just going to be lying empty. But uh, hopefully there's plenty of kids going to put Tully Dawn that needs to burn off some energy and, um, and to fit back. That's a thing for him. Now, just finish up with sport as normal. The back page is uh, split into a couple of stories. A picture of Andy Murray and just says, Final efforts underway is action starts at 8, SW19. So, um, here's hoping that Murray can have a, a decent run. He hasn't done fantastically well in the, the bigger events leading up to uh, Wimbledon. But, um, you know, he's a lot of experience, so hopefully he can uh, uh, pull something out of the bag and um, get a decent a decent run for a while. And the other bit of the paper is a uh, Lennon calls for a new Scales deal, so says Neil Lennon uh, believes Liam Scales would reap the benefits of returning to Aberdeen this season. 
Uh, the Irish defender, who enjoyed a highly productive loan spell at Petordi last season, has two years uh, left on his contract with Celtic. The Dons are believed to be keen to bring him back, um, and former Celtic boss Lennon reckons another loan spell at Petordi could also be beneficial for all parties. So we'll see if the new Celtic boss has to say. Obviously, Brendan Rodgers is back in there now, so he'll be need to run a rule robbery and uh, see if it is waiting to do. But um, yeah, be fine if the loan, if the loan come back to Berlin. He was, uh, you know, pretty decent part of the team last year. So uh, here's hoping, and um, you know, the art long new to the gets going again. So great stuff. So come on, Berlin, and uh, come on, Murray. And uh, here's hoping by the time you listen to this, Murray's name knock it out, but um, I hope no. I hope Ingings has a decent run. It's um, might be his last shout. Now that's me done for the day now, just a wee pocket series of today's present journal on Monday 3rd of July 2023 and um, had a very, very pleasant weekend up at the Portside Boat Festival and a fine uh, wee um, place we made in McDuff, it was just uh, tipped up um, and yeah, very busy on the Saturday afternoon, a bit slow going in the morning but uh, for the afternoon got going, it was very, very busy and then very steady our day on Sunday. So, yeah, very fine day. And uh, as I said, we've seen uh, well, Princess Anne and her man, uh, Admiral, Vice Admiral, after various days, Tim Lawrence. And um, he came in and hurry up. And then on Sunday, we had the Kilted Chef, a man for the Odney Green place he was in, going to the boot him on the pickle stalls, just going and seeing what they were doing. And, uh, come to us and had a, had a taste of Nirahang, I think, and um, he was very complimentary and he says, well, he, he invites like local uh, producers who are to his place at Odney Green and gives him a meal, uh, which is near a cheap affair here, I can assure you, um, and, you know, takes him to give her some samples so other folk is here can taste him and, you know, have a bit of a yap and meet other folk and, you know, build a, uh, some connections up with local producers in the, up in here. So, yeah, very, very fine money, and um, he's certainly partial to an old cake, I know, that's for sure. So, um, yeah, it was an excellent weekend, and then back to work today, when, uh, you know, a bit mocky kind of day, day quite grey and overcast, and kind of shoes on and off, and they, they great big shoes like it was in Saturday and all that, but um, just, yeah, and about 10 degrees cooler, I would, I would say it's pretty, Pretty nippy. Anyway, thanks very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure and uh, tell a pal about it. That'd just be tip top. And, um, you know, there's plenty of room for, for more folk to listen to the Doric Express. And they can follow us on uh, Spotify if they went. Or, uh, you know, if that's a thing, you can tell them there's uh, more than hundreds of all episodes to listen to. If that's, uh, you know, if they went to catch up now, news for the Northeast, they're quite. Um, Welcome to Diesel. Uh, in the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Doodle. Put the constitution, stick the